Hi everyone, I'm Minna. And I'm Hager. And welcome back to Yellow Bye. How's everyone doing? Did you like that song? Did you like that melody? Um, I did. Did you? I chose. I mean, I did. I chose. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like yet. <laughs> Maybe there is no melody too, so watch yeah. out for that, guys. But um, we're currently in the process of finding music that we like but in the meantime we're using like free music uh um, what do they call it like non-copyright music yeah. yeah um because when we do have our like own official music we want it to be something like we're totally obsessed with we did have a song in the beginning of the podcast and then and we actually got compliments on it i mean i loved it but i, I don't remember what happened i think I don't think it, I th- I loved it. I don't think it was the exact vibe we were trying to go for, right? Like, we want it to be, like, more jingly and yeah. more, like, stupid. Like, silly. We actually wanted it, so, backstory, we, Chris had done our music. We wanted it to be very Arab-esque, and Chris mm-hmm. is not Arab, so he wasn't, like, completely sure of, like, what the instruments were. So, if someone makes music that's listening right now, um... DM us. We would love to like work on something really fun and Arab and jingly and just fun, really. But we also then said we wanted to do um, like a jingle, yeah. Like I want to sing. Like the Min and Hager show. Well, that's not what it's called though. <laughs> but we do. I like. <laughs> I discovered yesterday that I have right now. No, I discovered yesterday though that I have a no, great fine. voice. <laughs> oh my god! Hager recorded me. So, I'm really down to show you guys what I'm all about. Oh my god, songwriters, write a jingle for us. Oh my gosh, wait, this can be a really an open-ended like collaboration. <laughs> like, everyone can just write a song of the jingle or something. That would be so Oh my god, fun. maybe I should do that on Instagram. Yeah, even though whenever we tell people to comment stuff, there's like, there's n- like on the no, alibi no, at least. No, yeah. no given. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so again, this is week three at this point week three i guess oh my god yeah it's week three of quarantine of quarantine and um it's getting better it's getting better it's getting you know this is the reality of it so like we're finding the hang of it i think (laughs) i mean yeah yeah like remember week one we were like oh my god imagine this lasts a month now we're like it's probably gonna last one more month Mm -hmm. and we're okay with that I think you have to come at peace with it and realize that your situation is probably better than a lot of people. If you are at home and there's food on the table, like even if you've lost your job, even if you feel like it's the end for your career, it's better than being in a hospital and struggling for your life so if you put it in that perspective, then you're a little bit more grateful. I'm still finding it hard to believe that I'm probably not going to work for another month. But I'd rather not work for another month than have me or my family be sick, honestly. So, yeah. um, Minna said she read a post, you told me about it, and then it really put, like, put everything in perspective for me. Is like, no matter how bad it is, even if you've lost your job or your source of income, that really sucks. Because I have lost, like, yeah. I'm only working two weeks now out of the month, which sucks. But, um, like, we forget that how did you phrase it like we forget that people are dying like where i the podcast i was listening to they were talking about how we 
every single day in quarantine, we're not realizing why we're at home. Like, yes, the coronavirus, okay. But then when you really think like, holy shit, there are people that are actually losing their lives. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, wait, this is not bad. I'm actually living a dream right now for someone like to be home and quarantined. And even again, like even if you have lost your job, be grateful that you have your health. Like health is wealth. And it's really the only thing that you have at the end of the day. Um, So yeah realize why you're doing this and i think when you really think of why the hell we're all at home then it makes you have a better relationship with it and honestly be positive people are throwing out dates and days that this is gonna last and miracles happen that's what i was telling hager because you were kind of freaking me out and who knows maybe tomorrow they're gonna say hey we found something that works so i think be hopeful and every day you're in quarantine is a day closer to like seeing the world again so it's so funny because i realized well i kind of already knew this but throughout this whole thing i realized that we have such different strategies of coping so you are kind of like i believe that you know you you kind of have wishful thinking yeah i'm very positive with this whole experience but But even though it's positive or negative though because i think i'm positive too but for me what helps me is being like okay, most likely this is going to end or at least we're going to go back to some level of normalcy in three months. Now I'm just like, okay, cool, three months. I could deal with that. Like, and now I can figure my life around that versus being like, oh, it might be tomorrow. Great. Like, yeah, I obviously wish for the best. So, but like, I have a sad story to tell and I'm going to, we wanted to keep this episode pretty light, but when my dad was not diagnosed with cancer or when my dad started feeling sick, yeah, everyone in my family kept bringing attention to the fact that he was sick i was Mm -hmm. the only one that was like he's okay in my head he's fine and everyone kept saying that i was like i had no feelings and it wasn't that at all it was the fact that i just don't believe that like you should think i think anything can happen no but like i i was like that too actually and i remember i was telling bubba like Mm -hmm. we can eat this way we can blow a lot yeah but i think for me and this is just strategy difference, by the way. I think, like, both work. I think it's you whatever have to you... be a little bit realistic. No, it's yeah. whatever the person, like, however, however they want to cope yeah. with it. For me, I just like to know, like, the possibilities so that I can get in the mindset of, like, if this happens, this is my strategy. If this happens, yeah. Like, I listened to this Arabic psychologist, and he was saying that if you have a fear of something, like, if you're really afraid of something, walk it to the worst of your fears. So, let's say, I mean, <laughs> let's not get too... I'm about to get a little bit morbid, but let's say you're afraid of, let's say actually you're afraid of losing your job during this mm-hmm. time. So walk it to that point, get your, in your mindset, you're going to your boss's office. He's like, I need to speak to you. Or he got on a call or whatever. Um, I need to speak to you. He's already like setting the words. I'm really mm-hmm. sorry, but this is going to like walk it to that and then be like, okay, I got off the phone call. I lost my job. I lost my job. Okay. Like yeah it's not the end of the world like mm-hmm. and now you kind of build from there so walking it you're not you're no longer afraid because if it happens you already have a plan of action right i mean that's that helps smart. me yeah but i know that other people like are like no i, I don't even want to think about that possibility yeah. i only want to think of the positive and if i think of the positive that's what's gonna happen right like you say you have a really good relationship with money which i agree with yeah so i think your method definitely works i also have another story so i um i started having like panic attacks about like losing one of my clients like my big big client which is pretty much where how i make most of my money yeah um 
I just was thinking of it nonstop. Ever since the coronavirus thing, like, even came about, I was like, yeah. holy shit, like, business is going to be slow. I'm a freelancer. They always let yeah. freelancers go at first, all of this stuff. I just, for a, a good week, I was panicking. And I never really panic about that stuff. Mm. I always think I'm going to have money. I'm always good. I'm set. I always feel like I'm going to get a job. It's not a big deal for me. But that week, I don't know why. I was just, like, losing my mind over it. That's also the week that I lost my AirPod case mm. and I spilled water on my laptop. And I feel like because I was already stressing and I was freaking yeah. out about money, there was like a situation, two situations that were put that had to do with money. Like yeah. I had to spend money to buy a new AirPod case and I was freaking out because I had to um, pay to get my laptop fixed because if I don't have a laptop, yeah. I can't work. So Penelo, guys, I then was like, I just have to be more like positive with the mm. way I'm thinking that day one of my friends had an extra airpod case when i told him like about my story he had an extra airpod case and he gave it to me and then my laptop just miraculously started working so i do think that the way you think Mm -hmm. does actually affect the way your life actually like your life i I actually think that if you're acting like you were acting out of fear right like oh for sure whenever i I act out out. of fear i literally lose the thing i'm afraid to lose like it's the weirdest thing um so for me like just being able to overcome that fear, I really have to see it through. I have to be like, okay, mm-hmm. the worst thing that could happen yeah. happened and I'm still alive and like life can still go on. Um, but anyways, today it's actually kind of on topic. Today we're talking about the different ways that people are putting out there, how we can deal with this. Like a lot of people are like, put yourself into escapism and just watch a lot of movies and read mm-hmm. books. Like and this is your time to go chill. into art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then other people are saying like, what? Like if you don't use this time to be productive or build your business or write your screenplay or write your novel, then you're crazy. You're never going to get like the opportunity to do this again. And then a lot of other people are saying like, this is the time to like make your life small again and go back to the way the earth was supposed to be and internal, like think of yourself internally and go back to wellness and eat better and basically like get be your mindful. shit together. Yeah. yeah. So, well, we first want to say that whatever, however you're dealing with it is how you're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's a little annoying when people, like, put their Im- opinion in there and are so, like, the my productivity guru, gurus, you know who you are. Like, some people just make it so hard for people to feel proud of what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if I have a day where I literally do nothing. Like, it does not bother me. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. So I, it's so funny because for me, this is going to sound awful, but I was like kind of excited at first that I'm going to get, I I thought it was going to be two weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, two weeks off, like Mm -hmm. not off working from home, but like, okay, like I've been dying for some time at home because I'm never home. Um, But then I was like, okay, this is the two weeks that I'm going to utilize. I'm going to like write more. I'm going to do everything I've ever dreamed of doing that I said I had no time to do. Right. And then the days, like you saw from like Thursday basically to Sunday, I did nothing. But I wish I woke up doing nothing and just felt like, oh, that's my plan today. But I wake up and I'm like so guilty that I'm not doing stuff. I was feeling very guilty at first. And we, th- I think we talked about it. And then now I'm like, if I don't do shit, that's fine. Like, it's totally fine I if I don't do to anything. I have just... stuff to do. I'll, f- I'll give, I'll be annoyed at myself when I have stuff to do and I don't do it. But if it's like, I don't really have much to do, I'm not going to try to make something out of nothing. I'm not going to try to be productive if I don't absolutely need to be. Yeah. And it's fine to take that mental break. Um, 
but I will say I definitely have been just not doing work. So if I lose a job, it's probably because I didn't do the work for it. <laughs> Which is another thing I actually wanted to talk about. It's so weird how it's just very hard to be productive these days. Like, it's, it's really, really hard. hard. I thought, like, having all the time in the world. Everyone is saying that, though. I know. Everyone is saying it's really hard to be productive. I know. I think it's also because it's different energy, right? So I think people sometimes do get their energy from walking out getting a cup of coffee that like morning hustle being around all of that Mm -hmm. and i feel like if you're lacking that then it kind of your day trickles down to this thing that's like lack of energy i didn't start it off on the good like on a good foot and i feel like that's where my lack of productivity is coming from because i swear not having that first good cup of coffee like a really good cup of coffee or like not doing my morning routine like going for a walk whatever it is it makes me just not motivated. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make me excited. It's like you give yourself that like really good. It's like an incentive program. Mm-hmm. Like if I do this, then I'll like have an hour of being productive. Yeah. And not having that is making me feel like, what am I working for? Like yeah. I don't care. It's so weird. It really is. Because I just feel like if I could get to a place where I wake up one day and I'm like, I'm going to do nothing today. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally fine. I do have work to do, though. Like, yeah. I actually have a few projects I have to get working on. Um, but then for me, even just like personal things, personal goals that nobody else is holding me accountable to, I still feel so shitty about not doing them. And it'll like... That's only you, though. Nobody, I won't. Yeah. I know, but I won't even enjoy the rest. Like, I'll be... I'll still be binging on a show, but yeah, I'm just not yeah. enjoying it. So, <laughs> might as well just enjoy it and be like, okay, it's not going to happen today. I'm not going to do this. Um, so, maybe what you should do, because it makes you feel so guilty, is like the first thing that you do when you wake up, obviously, like our thing is we have coffee. Like, me, my mm-hmm. mom, and my sister will have coffee in the living room. But right after that, go into like li- 30 minutes to do whatever you the need to do. And then but chill without feeling guilty. If yeah. it makes you feel that guilty. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it hasn't been making me feel guilty. Yeah. So, I have zero problem with doing absolutely nothing. Um, Let's actually do that. So... You tell me the ways that you think I'm handling this quarantine well, and I'll tell you the ways you're handling it well. Hager, handling it well? Yeah. Or handling. (laughs) God. So do one that's well and one that's not. Okay, in my opinion. But this is just me. It might work for you. Yeah. Hager doesn't shut the fuck up about the news. (laughs) Like, And it's, I tell her, I actually had this this conversation. I was like, don't tell me shit. You want to do this to yourself? Do it. But like, I don't want to hear all the updates. How many people have died? Like every day she's like, oh, the first patient who's under 18 died. And it sucks. And I feel so bad. Yeah. And it makes me so sad that someone so young has lost their life. But it's like, I don't want to hear it because if I hear it, I get sad. Yeah. So to me, I think maybe you should shift your mind into like okay but these this many people have had it and nobody passed away so i whatever think it is. that we talked about it this morning and i've actually had this conversation with so many people because so many people are like, and i'm not don't judging read- you no, i no, swear no, i know yeah a lot of people are like don't read the news if you don't read the news it'll it's only depressing only read good news i f- first of all i studied journalism so like i used to read the entire newspaper every single day so i can like pass my test or whatever mm-hmm. um I do think that it's important for me to know what's going on because I don't dwell on it. Maybe I think maybe why it like maybe you think about it after like I think I read it and then I know. And well, it then puts me in a really bad place. I move on. Yeah. So. OK, actually, um, while you're saying that, I had a conversation. It's literally it's so funny. Maybe it's because you're both journalists. I had a conversation with one of my friends, Noor. 
and I was telling her that I no longer like want to read anything. Like mm-hmm. if it's big enough, I'll know because yeah. it's going to be around on Facebook, Twitter, yeah. whatever it is. Um, but if it's not essential, I don't want to read about it. And she was saying the way she deals with it is reading about it. She's also a journalist. So maybe it's just the way you guys are like built. Well, it's, I feel like journalists are just super curious. And, well, like, you're you so have in tune. To, you have to be. You have to go down rap. Like, I can't let things go. That's actually something that I'm going to talk about later on in the episode. But like, if I read something, I have to know fully what's going on. I have to ask the, like, I ha- all my questions have to be answered. And I know that su- certain things are not answerable or whatever mm-hmm. but for me i really read the answerable. news <laughs> i read the news word? i don't i don't think so <laughs> i read the news because i just want to be informed like it, not because it's going to change my life because right. i was saying like it's not going to change your life if you know mm-hmm. the numbers and that's not why i'm reading yeah. it like i'm already home like it's not like i'm going outside like mm-hmm. my life is not really going to be impacted but i just want to know like what was said who it's impacting and i also think that and this is my argument for people to read the news, even the bad stuff. Yeah. It builds empathy. It's like I was reading the story about this woman and how she was taking care of her husband during this time and like the details of it. It really does build empathy. Like it does. I agree. I think just knowing the bullet points can no, sometimes sure, like yeah. but obviously if you're not able to handle it, then like it's not your thing. It's fine. But anyways, how Depends am I dealing with it well? A positive way. Um, So I complained maybe every single day about not being able to go for a walk. And I know we can go for walks, but my mom is forbidding them. <laughs> the governor of this house is not allowing it. Yeah, she's it. not allowing it. So I've been pretty bummed out about that because I want to go for a walk. So Hager took the positive and she's like, well, the sun's shining. We have pretty big windows. So <laughs> she puts her chair next to the window and she just like, that's how she gets her like sun Uh, dosage of the day and I haven't really been doing that because I'm so bummed out about not being able to go outside so that's a positive way that you're dealing with it Mm -hmm. so yeah I'll give you that much (laughs) let me start then with the negative as well the negative way is that you don't get out of bed and (laughs) it's not even true because she does get out of bed what I'm saying is that she doesn't transition her day from morning to night like She's in bed throughout most of the day, and then she just turns off the light and goes to sleep, which... But I'm in bed doing stuff. No, no, Like, I wrote a really long email today about, like, what my plans were, but I was, like, in bed doing it. It's very stupid. No, no, I know. And um, for me, because you complain about, like, not being able to sleep well, I really think, like, sitting in the living room during the day and then transitioning into the room, your bedroom, Mm -hmm. at night will help you with that. The positive is that you're having more fun with it. Like, you're doing all these, like, TikToks. Yeah, so I'm having a ball. I, like, found a distraction. Yeah. I, like, I'm obsessing over people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not having fun with it. I'm literally like, wow, how can I, like, make this the most yeah. productive? And I'm just not having fun with it. But you're, like, you're so on your TikTok game, you know, all yeah, the Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I'm so good. <laughs> oh, my Tell them your highest views. <laughs> 200 something Why views. Why did it got to 200 something? Yeah, girl. But yeah, you're having a lot more fun with it than me. By the way, I as we do this, I actually have to post something for my client, which is very annoying. But she just messaged me. But I am going to still be talking. Um, <laughs> she just messaged me today. Okay, go Actually, you know what? Let's pause. Okay. But it won't be paused for them. Okay. A power of oh. technology. <laughs> all right pause so i figured that since there's like three different ways or three different categories of ways that people are dealing with this to like kind of try to live within all three um i think the so let's say the three ways are 
meditation and wellness. One. Two is like pure escapism. Like I'm just reading like a lot of fiction or watching a lot of movies. And um, three is just being hyper, hyper productive. I would say that I'm probably a 10 out of 10 on escapism. Mm. And eight out of 10 on productivity or like a seven out of 10 mm-hmm. and then like zero with the wellness okay so i'm at i want to say like a six with the wellness because i started painting and i started <laughs> yeah. doing that whole thing zero on productivity <laughs> i want to say like negative like 39 <laughs> on productivity um and then with escapism i'm about like an eight yeah and then with food i'm at like like escaping with food oh maybe that's is is food like think, a coping mechanism? So escapism is actually... I was doing some research on escapism before this. Escapism is seen as like a bad thing. So it's a way of basically avoiding your problems. So you like create another world to live in. But I really think escapism is a good thing. Maybe it's because I do it all the time. But like... I feel like in situations like this where there's really no out of it... To just escape into different worlds is really good. Like I was reading The Great Gatsby... Mm. which I was supposed to read in high school. I never read it. So this is technically my first time reading it. And it was amazing. It was like, I, I was reading a chapter a day and for those like 20 minutes or whatever Did it was. Did you finish it? No. Mm. No, that's why I honestly was just <laughs> um, asking. No, I just haven't read Hager, for like, like Hager gave me that look because I always joke around with her that she never No, it's books. not even that. I just really don't finish books. It's really sad. I've, star- I've started okay. like six books in the past month. But anyways, so um, it's 20 minutes of me truly not thinking about anything that's going on except what's in the book so i think reading is such a good way of escapism right now yeah i'm also reading um which one slightly i'm not gonna say it on it's really embarrassing i'm not gonna say it is it really oh it's a self-help book but you don't feel comfortable sharing the title I've, i've read that book in public before um so i've been reading that's been helping honestly for me it's like Pinterest has been my best form mm-hmm. of escapism because it makes me hopeful. Like, there's a day where I can wear this outfit. There's a day my home's going to look like this. <laughs> there's a day. I don't know. It's just been keeping me excited. So I feel like Pinterest is my big one. And not even Netflix this time around because I literally have zero to... Nothing new to watch. Nothing yeah. is grabbing my attention. Um, I don't know. The- TikTok. Oh, TikTok. You can get like stuck on TikTok for like an hour. An hour. And yeah. not realize that because the videos are sh- so short, they're like 15 seconds long, you feel like, oh, I wasn't on it for just too long. Just yeah. One more. Yeah. But you end up being on it for like hours on end and then it just becomes addicting. And then you try to do the dances and then you don't look as cute as the girls <laughs> doing the dances. And then you don't get as many views. So I really hate to be so cynical because I do like TikTok and I downloaded it and I spend like. 30 minutes at least a day scrolling on it. Yeah. I just don't understand the dances. Like, I get it if you're doing it as a workout, right? They're so and, dumb. And I get it if you're a dancer who's trying to, oh. to do choreography. And I get it even if you're, like, making fun of it for two or three videos. That's me. I just don't get the younger people who are so famous. Like, some of these people have, like, 40 million subscribe. I don't know what you call it on TikTok. Followers. Followers. Yeah. Um, and they're so young. They're, like, 15 and 16. But they take the dances so seriously, and they're not trying to be dancers. Well, that girl Charlie, who has forty million, and she's Addison a dancer. Ray. Oh, I she don't know is about a dancer? Addison Ray, but she was dancing since she oh, was like I didn't really know young. Yeah, I just I find them all very cringy. 
But the dancers are fun because it's like a challenge for you. Yeah. And it's, they're really hard. And you don't think so because they're 15 second dance moves. But And it's something you're doing with your body, which I feel like is so is, cool. It's just, it's really it's funny. It's like an interactive social media that you're actually moving to do like with your body. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I just don't get the like. I just don't get the dance. The guys are, like, fuckboys on TikTok are, like, nothing I've ever seen before. Like, the way they smile in front of the camera. Oh, my God. But they're also... They're so young, but I just want to be like, stop doing this. Like, you're going to hate yourself in a few years. Yeah, it's really... I hate you. I read an article that I really want to link in the show notes about... Show (laughs) show notes. (laughs) The show notes about how, like, white TikTok is. And how, or maybe it was before. I feel like everyone's on TikTok now because of the quarantine or before that. But how basically like a lot of TikTokers who are really big are white and then they steal the choreography from people People of color. People of color. And um, basically the way TikTok is built, it's kind of hard to credit like the original, original source of a challenge. Um, But yeah, it's really interesting. Now they do like dance credits though. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. That's what it should be. Um... It is overwhelmingly white, though. Yeah. Or uh, the big ones are white. I feel like the biggest stars on there are white. White, yeah. And seemingly, like, wealthy. Like, all but their homes are pretty, pretty like... pretty awesome about TikTok, though, is that this was, like, a little while ago. Um, people with disabilities were, like, really using it and getting really big off of it. And it was a platform for them to, like, speak. Yeah. And that was great because there aren't many platforms where we give them the stage and, we, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there should be. Because there should be a platform for everybody and every color and race and gender and whatever. So that was really awesome. Um, TikTok is a weird place, man. It really is weird. It's also weird because sometimes I'll watch the dances and then I'll realize that the person is 14 and I'm like, oh my god, they're so sexy. And I'm like, they feel so sexualized. Obviously, they're probably like, they're doing it themselves. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird watching the kids on there. A Megan Thee Stallion song with the baby, and it was pretty much about like sex and like her pussy and shit. <laughs> Are we gonna we really say have this? To, I guess, we're we're marked explicit, so I guess so. Okay, yeah. So it was really, really, really weird to see like fifteen-year-old girls dance to them, and there's like a duet feature. Mm-hmm. And so this boy once duetted a girl dancing to the song, and she was a very sexy song or like sexy dance. And he was, like, like you know, like, licking his lips and stuff. And I was, like, these are babies. Like, they're kids. Yeah, they are weird. literally kids. And it feels weird that their parents are so supportive of it. Mm-hmm. If my daughter was, like, hey, a 15-year-old daughter was, like, hey, I want to go on TikTok and, like, throw it back, I'd be, like, bitch, no. Yeah, because a lot of these dances, like, focus on their butts yeah. and that horse thing that they do that they don't understand. I think it's called throwing it back. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Do that. It's yeah. really unattractive, too, so I don't get it, but... I mean, Mina knows the lingo, but yeah. yeah. Um, My favorite dance is the sneeze. Yeah, I like that one too. She gonna go. I did it on my TikTok, so. <laughs> I think your issue with TikTok, like your main issue, is that you're very jumpy. <laughs> you're just jumpy. Guys, too I'm 5'10. Okay, lie. I'm 5'9 and a half. But. <laughs> 
I realized I something that I always knew, but tall people look really, really dumb when they dance. But like recording myself dancing, like no, has made me realize think, how stupid I, I look. I really don't think that's what it is. You just I think that's what it is. Too much energy for yeah. this dance. Like it's supposed to be cool. It's like really cool, like sluggish. And you're just you're jumping too high. It's yeah, not that's looking true. Good. It's not fun. But the last one you did, guys, check out her TikTok. It's pretty good. Which one did I did? The FaceTime one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Oh yeah, I love TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> this just became a tiktok episode i know it's the weirdest thing but um yeah so next i love how i tried to structure this episode <laughs> but i only have like three things written down wait i want to so. show you guys what i had written down we were gonna do an episode of how like what are the how we're coping with our situation before we kind of switched it up these are my five points tiktok slash dancing <laughs> painting conversations with strangers <laughs> i just told a stranger that he's my soulmate pinterest new music those were the topics i was going to talk about uh, i have found that music has saved my life during this oh my gosh like putting on my headphones in a dark dark room literally yeah. no lights closing my eyes and just listening to really good music for those three minutes it it's a different world that I'm in, and that's really awesome. I really wish music. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to do that too. You're, you love music, though. Like you have your artists that you love, yeah. so you just need to give them the like. Time. I think podcasts just ruin music for me. Whenever yeah. I'm listening to music, I'm like, I'd rather be listening to a podcast, which sucks. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna really try because we list, We Minim made me watch High Fidelity, and it's about They're this so, girl who owns yeah. a record shop, and she like love loves it. music. She's like everything in her life is music. And it just made me realize I want to be a music person. Or at mm-hmm. least I want to, like, explore new artists. And, like, half the artists they were talking about, I have no idea who they were. And they're, me like, too. legends. I just had yeah. no idea who they were. It's also <laughs> funny because when you listen to really, like, classic songs, like, the songs that everyone used to love, you realize how much people, like, artists now are influenced by them, how m- much they sample them, how much they steal lyrics from them, like, stuff like that. And it's all, um, it's all okay. What is it called? It's all like, it's like fine. What What's the word I'm trying to use? Sampling? Sampling it. I don't know. It's all good and it's not like stealing or yeah. anything like that. But you, or they could you be notice buying it. The right. yeah. um, okay, so my next thing on the list, I guess we're doing our list now, is to watch shows that are old. So I'm watching Frasier, but I'm like watching it, watching it. I used to mm. just fall asleep to it. <laughs> and it's nice to like watch a show where they didn't have cell phones they didn't have internet well they had internet but they didn't have like social media it's so nice like for escapism that's so nice because you, they're literally in a different world than the one you're living in yeah so that's been helpful i want i haven't done this but i want to start watching old arabic movies with momo mm-hmm. like i want to watch um someone when we talked about this someone said um Aelizizi. Mm. do you remember that one no. With the little girl that's like, Arbaya, mama. Oh, the little girl. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch that with mama. She was so annoying. <laughs> I love that movie. With the boy, uh, the guy that, guy who like didn't have that much money and his daughter was getting married, so they go to No, the... that's another one. It's the same uh, girl, but it's another one. Oh. This is the one that had that really hot guy. What's his name? I know his name. The hot one. Ahmed Ramzi. Oh, I love he him. He liked the oh yoga God. girl. I love him. I think I'll just have to, like, see it's it. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and then I, I downloaded this math app because I'm really bad at math. 
And I've been trying to spend like 20 minutes, not 20, like 10 minutes a day on it. And it's really a good distraction. It's basic math, like 25 plus 42. But like, I don't know how to do anything. 67. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what should be wrong? Like, what did you say? 25 plus, plus 42. 42. Yeah, 67. 67. Ew. <laughs> so this math app, I don't know the name of it because I forgot, but I'll put it in the show notes. And then the show notes, <laughs> the show notes. Geeking out on a topic. So after we watched, well, Minna didn't because she's not a family joiner. But after me and my brother watched Tiger King. I just could not. You're so My brother, I was on my Instagram. I was on Instagram literally the whole time. And my brother, (laughs) they'd be like, I paid $2,000 for this tiger. (laughs) And I'd be like, how how much? (laughs) You were like, I wonder how much one of those costs. He was like. Get out of my room. My brother was like, get out of the room if you're not going to watch. <laughs> no, but like, they said I did it like four times. And, um, and Minna asked it like, <laughs> like 30 seconds later. It was, you were so dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, so after watching that and I was like super fascinated, I read the profile mm-hmm. on Joe Exotic on New York Magazine. And then I found this podcast and so now I'm listening to the podcast so basically, like, going down the rabbit hole and, like, just being fixated on one thing is a really good distraction. That's a good way to That's eat up, like, really six good, yeah. hours of your time. <laughs> the, my distraction is, like, this person that I'm really obsessed with right now. I yeah. watch, like, 70 interviews of his. Oh. oh, my God. They don't see your face, so. <laughs> oh, my God. No, being obsessed. Like, being obsessed. Yeah. You know? Hopefully, it's about a topic. Not a person. That's very unhealthy. <laughs> also, very stalkerish. If you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> Although I've done that plenty of times, so I'm not one to speak, but... Man, all girls stalk when they're first, like, talking to someone. Do you think girls stalk like us, though? Or, like, normal Yes, level? yes, yes. I think we're just unashamed of it. Like, I'll tell a guy, like, hey, by the way, I know your parents paid $350,000 for that house you live in, this address. Like, no, I go crazy. Do you do the whole, like, looking through every like... Yes, yes, I literally, okay, uh, this is so embarrassing for me to say, but I'm just going to say it, because it's, it's not going to work out with this person. Never know. I, I don't know, but I um, went on the the girls that he follows, and I wanted to see what his comments were on them. Not that I'd get, it literally is a nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah. And so that's what I did, and then after that I was like, wow. I just dedicated, like, two hours of my day doing this, but it was fascinating, and now I know what kind of girl he likes. Yeah. The but, person that I used, like, I still stalk on the DL, but not totally, like, before, is, so, our friend thinks that, oh my god, this is, are we really willing to, to yeah, go down this Yeah, why not? It's quarantine. <laughs> so, our friend believes that if you look like someone, then they're your soulmate. Wait, and literally though, I just want to this person but I don't that think I'm talking like about. It. I think that's Hafsa legit was like, "Wait, he looks like you." And I said, "Holy shit, maybe he does." She <laughs> also said he looks like Jesse Williams, so he doesn't weep mother trucker. No, he doesn't look like Jesse Williams. That's number 1. He's Hey, don't be a hater. But he doesn't look like you. He doesn't look like Jesse Williams or you. He's cute. Hafsa said, "Is he wearing makeup? He looks like you." Also, he looks like Jesse Williams. I don't know. But anyways, one of our friends believes that if you look like someone, but you can't determine it for yourself. This is she, only she can do. Yeah, only she can. Only she can determine, she it. Can determine I it. I think for she also you. listens to this podcast. So we shout out, you, Ania. <laughs> but um, so basically, she believes that 
something about the face structure. Your facial structure. If it's a like, that means you're soulmates. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's fun. It's fun, yeah. So there's only... I've sent Ranim, like, I swear to you, like, maybe 40 guys. And none of them. None of them, she said, was my soulmate. And the one person she did say was my soulmate, I, like, had a huge crush on. Yeah. So then I was such a private person, only posted, like, 2015, like, was the last post. Uh But, like, they'll post on their stories sometimes. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I wanted to know where they worked, so I went hard. I couldn't go on their LinkedIn because I didn't want them to see that I was looking at their LinkedIn. You can LinkedIn. just turn it to private. That's what I started doing. Oh, no So way. you can't see... If you turn it to private, you can't see who's looking at you, but they can't say see it either. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you can see who's looking oh, at I you? Oh, I think... Yeah. You can no, just I can't that. see who's looking at me because I don't have premium. Do you have premium? Are you paying for a premium? I'm actually unsure. I think you Damn, a lot of people... Be. I've stalked a lot of people, so I really, really hope. I mean... I, mean, I don't know. But, yeah. So, I'll... <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So, they were at, like, a company party. And they posted a photo of the place they were at. Like, that the company was hosting the company party at. Mm-hmm. So, I googled the name of the place they were at. And then... Found the company. Found the, found the companies they hosted during that time period. So I found the company. Did you narrow it down? I wasn't so successful, but I know what they do. Like, what line of work they do. Oh, that's do. so awesome. What does he do? I can't say it here. He's not listening. You never know. Wait, is he listening? No, I don't think so. Okay, so just say it. Pro- like, product design or something? Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. So I can't wait to marry him. I mean, to be to, for you to marry him. I can't wait so for this him to be my how, family. This is how crazy we got. Let us know if it's just us. Well, I already found this guy's ex. Um, I already know he wrote a song always, about yeah. her. I already know that he has um, her face tattooed on him. This is really bad. This is really this bad. Keeps getting worse. This keeps getting worse for me, for sure. Um, I already know, like, his mom. I already know what car. I legit know what car they had growing up. This is so bad, though. I told myself I would never do that again because when you stalk someone like that before you, like, go on a date with them or meet them even you know so much about their life that it's not exciting finding things out about them because you're like yeah i know yep (laughs) i know i'm also just not taking this seriously so it's not like a thing oh actually so i did want to mention something so in one it's gonna be like an hour and a half long episode i know in our we're gonna close it up because i do want to save the whole stalking thing to a new episode (laughs) just just go real (laughs) crazy with it but um in one of the previous episodes, I said that I don't believe that dating should be dinner dates. Like, I don't believe mm-hmm. in dinner dates. Esther Perel, who is, like, a psycho- like a relationship psychologist, um, I was listening to her on the latest episode of Monica and Just Love Boys, and she says that 99% of dates should be in motion. You should not be seated and interviewing each other. You That's should be great. I love walking, that. interacting with the world talking to other people so that you can see how the person is when they don't feel like they're being interviewed i love that and in your head when you're on a dinner date like if they say something wrong you're like oh fuck i don't like this person and you turn yourself off but when in life you're just giving them the leeway to be whatever the hell they want to be and you don't feel like the pressure of like do i like them do i not like them the next sentence is it good is it not good that's so true yeah i also think if you're in motion or let's say you're like walking Mm mm-hmm 
you're there's like no pressure on you you're kind of like moving your body like it's not like face to face like I'm dead staring at you Mm -hmm. while you speak you're not dead staring at me oh wow that's so cool yeah Yeah, she said like bowl or go on a walk or go on a hike or like don't be sitting right in front of each other I will say though my first date with Chris we went to a park and that was like such a good first date for me because we were we weren't sitting, like, across from each other. We were sitting next mm-hmm. to each other. So it wasn't, like, as intense. Like, I didn't feel like yeah. we were, like, staring at each other's souls. But it was, like, pretty chill, pretty casual. And parks in New York, there's, like, so many distractions. So mm-hmm. you don't feel like anyone's staring you at you. You talk about the people yeah. around you or you, you can And I remember we someone. actually had this, like, guy come up mm-hmm. to us and he spoke to us. So it was, like, it really, like, let the guard down and yeah. it wasn't weird anymore. So that's always... I love park dates. Like, first dates at yeah. parks, my favorite. Yeah. So, just to follow up on a previous episode, um, I don't know, honestly, what anyone got from this episode. Yeah, I don't really know if there was a topic. Yeah. It was just all over the place. It was really, I guess, us just chit-chatting with y'all. I don't know. Should we do a Sa'afulu since we already kind of recommended things? Um, yeah. My Sa'afulu is TikTok. <laughs> no, you have to pick a new Sa'afulu. We, we spent the whole episode talking about TikTok. Um... Glee. <laughs> God, there's a new show. I'm legit re-watching Glee. This is how you know I've hit the, like, peak of, like, boredom. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, guess I'll watch Glee. Um, My Safudu is The Ranch. And it all started because Minna made us watch an Ashton Kutcher movie. Yes. And I had, like, forgotten how good-looking Ashton Kutcher is. So it was like... Oh, I love him so much. He's so cute. He's so like, attractive. He's really, really... He's not even your type at all, and he's cute. How do you know my type? Because you don't like, like, bo- like plain guys. I actually sent... I sent someone to my friend, and he's, like, so fucking predictable, Mena. And I was like, I don't have a type. And he's like, every guy you've showed me literally looks the same. Yeah. Beanie, this, that, yeah, tattoos, like... I have, like, a type, apparently. Yeah. It's so crazy, though, because I think I'm attracted to such different men. Personality-wise, like, every guy that I've ever spoken to was mm-hmm. wildly different. Yeah. So it's funny that, like, I, even through all of that, I still have a type. Yeah. So funny. Hager hates my type. Except you love Chris. No, I like your type when they're not trying too hard. I feel like when they're trying too hard, I'm like, oh, please. They're not like, trying too hard. That's why I, I like Chris. Like... But um he was like a musician and I love when you break up with someone, people start speaking about them in past tense, like he was as if he like died. (laughs) Just stop doing music. He's a musician. He's a musician. He's very passionate about it. But he's like an artist. He dresses like if you see him you would be like, Oh hipster. But not to the extent of like, oh my god, you're trying so hard to put out whatever Yeah, Chris is cool. Yeah. But anyways, um, so Ashton Kutcher. So it all him. started because of that. And then I was like, oh, my brother used to watch The Ranch. And I had no interest in watching it. But I started watching it. It's really, really good. It's like about small town America, farming, uh, well, ranching, I guess. And um, it's just a different look at America than what yeah. you would think it is if you live on the coasts. Really, really good. Yeah. So. My, it's on Netflix if you want What watch. was my Tavudu? Oh. Glee. Glee. <laughs> is that on Netflix? Yeah. I mean, Glee is, like, really lame, you guys, but I did tell Hager that it was one of the first shows, I feel, that was super inclusive. Like, they have Asian Americans, Black Americans, 
Was it white, not gay. one of the first shows that had like a gay teen? Or am I just making that up? Probably not. I'm sure there are other shows that have had gay teens, but um gay, a person with a disability, like everyone, they were super, super inclusive, which I think I think it was like the first show that like ever had that. Yeah. Um so I, as I much as it does that suck, that guy was so hot, and then I found out he's like yeah. I don't want to talk about it though. Child pornography, he, right? But he also committed suicide. And oh, he did. Yes, Hager. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, I he didn't committed know that. suicide when they when he was gonna get like a life sentence. Oh, I think. No. So, I, I'm not justifying I, I knew his this. actions. I just completely yeah. forgot about it. Totally not justifying like. But you just feel sad. But like, I feel sad, sad that story, he yeah. took his life away for sure. Yeah. But anyway, um. That's our episode. I really, really hope you enjoyed and that you made it this far. <laughs> Bye, guys. Honestly, tell us what to talk about. Because we were going to record an episode and there was like, it's too heavy. Not heavy, but like, it's too much thinking right now. Or like, ask us questions. I don't I'm know. I'm not really listening to podcasts right now, except the ones that I like adore, which hopefully you guys feel that way about us. But yeah. All right. Love you guys. All right. Yellow. Bye. 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 Bye.